0: Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, thank God for that, it is not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it is not just you. It is also me. Ah, How are you today? I have just started reading a new book. It was bought for me by my husband for my birthday. And it is called Windswept, Why Women Walk by Annabelle Abbs, and it is uh, part autobiography and part biography of uh, very famous women who took to the moors and the wilds and windswept places and walked and there is a lot in this book that i just know i'm going to love because it starts off with the um, author saying uh, she'd always had a lifelong connection uh, to walking um, inspired by her very interesting upbringing um, her parents moved her out to the wilds of wales um, her dad followed Rousseau and decided <laughs> he was a poet her mum was a former writer for vogue um, but they just went to live basically um, what would have been or what people would now say off grid but uh, yeah so they moved to a very rural setting and all they did was walk because they didn't have a car or a telly or a radio or a freezer or many things that people took for granted back then too so she um, has gone off to say why can i not find any lauded female writers on the topic of walking and you think because history is a bag of dicks as the Queen's podcast will tell you Um, but something that struck me about this is that the minute I saw its title like why women walk or the subtitle subtitle subheading anyway I thought why women run away screaming because ultimately I think a lot of the stories in here basically of women going fuck this I need to not be constrained by my family by societal expectations by well those by sexism Um, thank you very much so excited to read this and it made me think about a piece of writing that I had done and I'm going to share with you it's a recent piece um, and I used to, years ago, I used to think I'm just going to drive to Wales. I've definitely experienced those moments of wanting to walk away, run away, just escape for a bit. I'm sure we've all had those. We think I just want to not have to deal with all of the things that I have to deal with. So, um, this is a feeling I believe that becomes. In a way maybe a little bit I don't know stronger for some people as they get older and I was inspired to write a piece based on some things that have been happening very recently that I think impact lots of women in midlife and that's my observation and that's my experience that there are a lot of things that women especially have to contend with in midlife so the piece i wrote is called why midlife for women is the hard yards now those of you who follow me regularly when i'm quite happy to talk about being nearly 50 and how my children pointing it out to me led to me embarking on the 365 day journey that was the tony daily podcast which is now back and it was a year that saw me exploring deep themes of birth and death love and estrangement and friendship and therapy interspersed with the daily goings on of village life and people losing their minds in sentences that began with what the person who i mean at the moment it's basically people saying is the pub doing food yet above learning some things about myself i was touched by the people who told me they could relate to my stories were thankful i was sharing and even Thank you to Gemma, listener Gemma, bought me some merch, but there's something I've skirted around a bit. So why don't I just come out and say it? Midlife really is the hard yards for women. To fully experience life is to participate in all it has to offer. Joy, suffering, endurance, boredom, ecstasy, pain. But midlife seems to be an especially challenging time to get on board with all of life's rich tapestry. And while some of these experiences are absolutely universal, I'm basing this post on my experiences as a woman. So here we go. One, death and dying ramps up a notch. My experiences of death started early. I was 11 when my granddad died suddenly and 14 when my dad died four months after a terminal diagnosis. And it absolutely coloured my life and the person I am today. That said, I faced it with only my own mortality to worry about, using the despair and the rage to power a desire to expand, to get away, live my life and enjoy new and often risky experiences. Fast forward to today and whilst I'm in a somewhat uncommon position of having no living parents, apart from my in-laws, I love, love, love my very much living in-laws, but unusual amongst my peers to have neither of my actual parents living. Uh, Most of my peers have lost a parent or are supporting a parent who is experiencing seriously ill health. Then there is the shocking awfulness of a friend that dies. Someone who is the same age as you, with children the same age as yours. Losing a friend or witnessing a friend being widowed or robbed of their life partner is terrible whenever it occurs. But when it happens to someone your own age, it will make you sick to your stomach we face our own mortality and flinch. Menopause starts marching. Now I love that this is more of an open conversation. When I raised this topic with a WI group I performed for, they told me blithely, oh, we just got on with it. And I wonder whether it is similar to childbirth in that you wipe your memory clean of what it was like once you've been through it. For me, it's so far so occasional period. For some of my friends it's brain fog, pain, fatigue, hot flashes and patches. Lots of patches that leave sticky marks on your thighs and your bum unless using gel is more of your thing. What I do know is it is absolutely not conducive to feelings of calm when having to deal with all the other things that are going on at this time. So what else is going on? Illnesses start to appear. Whether it's a persistent ache in your joints or the first signs of heart disease I've been shocked by how many of my friends and peers have been seriously ill. Hysterectomies, surgeries that require stomas, cancer diagnoses, and autoimmune diseases. I used to laugh at the saying, as long as you've got your health. And if you look at um, the blog post this is based on, you'll see there's one of my favourite Viz uh, cartoons of all time. It's just a single window uh, with two old ladies in it and one of them is holding the hand of an elf, and it says, so long as you've got your elf, that's the main thing. Uh, Next, teenage children really, really need you, even if they don't think they do. A good friend once said to me that you have to get them ready for the teenage years when they're small, and I'm thankful I heard that brilliant piece of advice when my children were tiny. I like to think I put a lot of effort into some of the honesty that I believe is required to help a young person navigate the world. Uh, uh, I hope I've been able to be available enough. And I know that I have made some amazingly big mistakes where I've second guessed what they're up to based on my own teenage exploits and got it oh so wrong. But know this, if, like a lot of my friends, you had your kids in your late 20s or early 30s, As you enter midlife, your children are going to want to start spreading their wings. And they need you to be there for all the messiness of being a teenager. First relationships, failed friendships, exams, bullying, drink and drugs, managing money, entering the workplace, eating disorders, realizing the world is a bloody scary place, fearing the future and being hilariously, gloriously, wildly inappropriate in the safety of their own home. Bite your tongue and open your ears. Speak to friends you 100% trust and respect their boundaries when they place their trust in you. Teenagers absolutely do not want whatever is discussed between parents being casually mentioned to them by a peer or even worse by a family friend who thinks that they're being funny. Choose your confidants wisely. If I can offer one piece of advice based on something that has so far created a glimmer of understanding from my teenagers, it's to use this phrase. I've not done this before, I'm trying my best and I will sometimes make mistakes. And don't forget what your own experience of becoming an adult was like. As the driving schools love to tell us, remember, you were a learner too. You still have to work. The benefit of speaking to WI groups where the women are in their late 60s and older is that many of them will tell you what it was like when most women stayed at home after having children alongside frustration, resentment, and the out-and-out discrimination of the marriage bar, which meant that in some professions you had to leave your job once you got married up until the 1970s, there is the fact that many households could function on a single income, or one one full-time, one-and-one part-time, in the case of my parents. Today, of all the friends I regularly see, whether they have children, stepchildren, or no children, Pretty much every single one of them works and has no plans to retire early and no option not to work. For the most part, we have careers we enjoy and have worked hard to grow and maintain. But at the same time, guess what? The emotional burden is overwhelmingly yours. I shouldn't have to point this out, but if you want proof, spend some time on the World Economic Forum website, where it states that not only do women overwhelmingly carry the emotional and administrative load at home, but they're asked to undertake non-business tasks in the workplace too. If you are ever asked at work, make the tea, will you love? Feel free to ask those assembled if they'd like one lump of anthrax or two. And while COVID-19 didn't just keep people in their homes, it knocked the progress of women in the workplace back by several years too, especially women with children women in senior management positions, and women of colour. All of the major consulting firms had something to say on this. Of course they did, but McKinsey has the best graphs if you want to go and look for them. Relationships break down Because I am so vanilla, heterosexual, married, two kids, boring. No, I've got two dogs as well. How annoying am I? So vanilla so annoying. Um, I won't share a stat based on same-sex marriages, but the average age for divorce is 47 for a man and 44 for a woman. In many cases, this is a good thing. We should not stay tied to someone who is making us miserable. And thankfully, women are even allowed their own jobs and their own property nowadays. Imagine that. But I've yet to meet a friend who has had an amicable split which I guess is understandable when the person you married out turns to be bloody unreasonable or unhinged. So where is the upside? The upside from my position at least is threefold. One friendships that have lasted this long are pretty much unbreakable. The friends I made in my 20s are still my friends today and I would trust them with my life. Likewise, the women I met when my children first started school, who formed an amazing tag team where we're ready to tap one another in at a moment's notice. Two, someone will have been through what you're experiencing. Ask for help and advice. We've all been around long enough to know some of the messiness that comes along with life. And if we haven't been through it ourselves, we 100% will know someone that has. You do not have to suffer in silence. And three, you don't have to put up with shit about what you should, should do or look like. If you've got this far, you just don't. You could be around for another 40 years. So stuff anything that's stopping you from accepting yourself. I personally find it motivating to listen to idols track television, which explains quite forcefully why you should love yourself. So um, what can you do to continue with the upside of friendships and experience? There is a lot of resource available here's a quick list here's a quick list here's a quick list of organizations i know that can help so um, for bereavement support for adults crews were a big help to me when i felt overwhelmed with grief in my 20s Um, bereavement support for children they tend to be regionally based Um, i found a directory for the uk which is called directory.childbereavementuk.org local to where I am, I guess in the Berkshire area, uh, there's Daisy's Dream. And there are a lot of charities like that, which are called things like, I think Daisy's Dream, Winston's Wish, but um, that's the kind of support I wish was available when I was a child. Menopause support. There is so much stuff to choose from now. Now I've chosen an independent website that is not sponsored by a drug company or by a celebrity that wants you to buy stuff. Uh, but feel free to send in your recommendations it is menopausematters.co.uk. financial advice when separating or divorcing my god do not if you can help it have yourself financially dependent on another person you need to be um well f- at least financially literate if not um you know if not with enough money to walk away if you need to. Um, so, financial advice when separating or divorcing the UK Gov Money Helper website actually has some great advice which breaks down money, housing, and pension in an easy to navigate format. Self acceptance for me, it was about daily practice yoga, podcasting, writing. I tried a lot of things. Um, Here's a resource that springs boards into lots of activities and websites that you can look at at your own pace. It is uh, positivepsychology.com slash self-acceptance. And if you want to check out the yoga channels that work for me, I highly recommend doing a 30-day journey with either Yoga with Adrienne, which is A-D-R-I-E-N-E, or Yoga with Cassandra, Cassandra with a K. So that's it for today i think i just want you to know if you're feeling like you need to be like a woman that walks or a woman that runs away screaming you are not on your own and especially in midlife there is a lot of shit to contend with a lot of hard stuff i think it's the hard yards and i am 100 grateful for the incredible friendships that i have in my life i love my family love my kids i love my husband um, what i have seen there is when the very worst thing happens um, it's incredible what a team of women can achieve well that's everything for today i hope you are enjoying the podcast and if you are give it a share i will be back with you tomorrow thank you